Good evening and welcome to Adventures in DeFi Kingdoms. This is Raf streaming to you live high above the keep in the hot air balloon. Tonight I have Guy Kid with me. How you doing, Guy Kid? Doing well, doing well. How about you? Uh, doing all right, uh, all things considered. Uh, yeah, Nindorf is hitting the hay early tonight. Um, so Guy Kid uh, graciously decided to, to come on and, and join me here at the last minute. Thank you very much for that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I wanted to throw together a really a quick podcast. Obviously, a ton of stuff has gone down over the last, uh, well, 24 hours or so now. And I thought it'd be good to, to have a YouTube stream and I guess just kind of talk with the, uh, the YouTubers and Discord community out there with where my head's at, what I've been thinking about, um, and hopefully get some alternative perspectives from anyone else out there uh, who wants to chime in. Uh, so, Guy Kid, why don't you tell me, I guess, um, let's keep it, uh, you know, we'll, we'll dive into this pretty deep here in a moment, but um, one sentence or less, how was your day? Day's been interesting. I, uh, got a, I've got a one-month-old at home, so very much in the sleep-deprived state right now, <laughs> and I uh, woke up at... 9 30 10 o'clock this morning and uh first thing i do just pretty much like every morning is i open discord about what was going on in the community check the jewel price and was like what the hell happened last night yeah so <laughs> so it's yeah. been an interesting day since then as things have kind of <laughs> right developed from since then i actually had a uh kind of a similar story here so i the the wife and i we went to a concert um, on Thursday night and instead of staying overnight we decided to, to drive back home so I was running on about three hours of sleep going into Friday um, did some things and you know decided ah, I was gonna hit go to bed early um, and then thankfully uh, the, the wife I, so I took the kids uh, Friday morning uh, to, to daycare and to school and then so Saturday was my day to sleep in uh, slept in and, and woke up to Nindorf texting me saying, you know, getting getting crushed in the gardens, which is kind of like, you know, well, what's new? Um, that's what's been happening the last week or so. Um, and then he started talking about, yeah, he's like, I, I'm starting to transfer Jewel. Uh, I'm like, what the hell is going on? Um, and then I jump in on Discord and I'm like, oh my God. Um this is just absolutely wild. So I've been spending probably the the uh, the better part of today trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, Nindorf and I actually hung out in real life, had some beers this morning, probably too early in the morning when you really shouldn't be drinking beers, but there well, we were doing <laughs> doing it anyways. Um, and uh, starting to just trying to kind of wrap my head around this and figure things out. So. Um, Guy Kid, kind of putting you on the spot here, but do you want to give uh, your understanding or kind of a brief overview of how you understand what, what's gone down in the community? Yeah, and um, I've been trying to like dissect it throughout the day too. Like this morning, I kind of like read a bunch of messages and was like, all right, there's a lot here. Um, but basically, there's been a lot of chatter on the Twitterverse about the initial funding wallets to to basically fund the game at the the very beginning mm -hmm. and it turns out one of the main liquidity wallets is from an early adapter of the game or a supporter of the game and they've been using that to to actually 
actually play the game, invest in the gardens, buy heroes, things of that nature. Um, so just relation to all of that, there's there's been a lot of speculation as to what's going on around that because it said uh, the an original doc said that 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 money was pretty much going to be locked from the beginning. So that's kind of developed from there, and Fisky, Frisky responded to that kind of basically admitting that the wallet that was posted in the docs was the wrong wallet. Uh, so if people kind of looked at the original f founding wallet, it would look like a nothing burger. But the the actual wallet, once addressed and fixed, has a bunch of activity on it. Um, but the, just in relation to that too, Frisky basically apologized for the mishap and then responded pretty quickly to a vote of basically letting hearing more info from the community of what how the community wants him to go and address this mm. and i thought that was a pretty drastic measure of basically putting a vote out to say hey do we want to continue business as usual you want to ha have frisky step down as and a leader of of this project or uh does he need to be removed from the team entirely so i know i kind of rambled a lot a little bit there but what are your thoughts here anything anything you want me to you want to plug from uh maybe some details i missed or anything like that yeah, I, I think um, you summed it up as well as I understood it. So, I mean, let me, I think there was a couple other elements to this that were um, cause for concern or, or there were funny elements of this, as I understand it. And, and correct me if, if I'm wrong here. Um, so one piece is that the, in the, the white paper for the, uh, the you know, the founding papers for the game that describe how the funds should be used for this specific wallet it states that funds are not to be claimed and so this is uh for initial initial liquidity only and it was going to be matched with uh the pair of one and that the funds are not supposed to be uh excuse me i use the incorrect word there uh funds are not supposed to be withdrawn or sold from that uh, initial uh, dollar value that's in there. Now, I, I think here's where the rub is for many people in the community, is that there are rewards, since that isn't a liquidity pool, there were rewards created off of those initial funds. And it appears that those re rewards have been leveraged. Um, and I, I think that's something that it, my understanding is it's not explicitly stated that those rewards cannot be used. It's more inferred depending on, you know, what side of this you're on. But I, I think that was uh, another one of the big pieces. Is that how you understood it as well? Yeah. Um, I think that's what, what a lot of people are upset about of the fact that rewards are, are being used and benefited mm -hmm. from. And I mean, per personal opinions out there as to, to, to how you feel about that. I'd be very curious to kind of see if this event happened when Jewel was at $20 versus at two. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that's I, adding a lot of emotional uh, state to kind of how everyone's looking at this as well. Yeah, I, I agree with that as well. Um, and then uh, the other piece out there, and I don't know if I want to get into this too much because this is a lot more hearsay um, than there's evidence as far as I know to, uh, to support this, but it's believed that you know those funds came from um, a another I'll call it failed project, um, and a lot of people are accusing that other failed project of being a rug. 
Um, and I think, again, I, I'm uh, hesitant to call this, um, you know, factual at, at this point in time, but I think that has added uh, some fuel to, to the overall fire, as I understand it. Yeah, I don't know too much about that other project. I've been trying to do a couple Google searches on it. If anyone in the chat has more info on the project or any follow-up comments or questions there, we'd love to hear from you as well. Yeah. So I, you know, I guess kind of I'll try to tie up in a bow my my thoughts on this, and then I'd, I'd like your commentary as well. But, you know, I, I think it is interesting that, you know, when this is happening at, uh, you know, the, the current decline in, in jewel price, I think it's obviously adding a lot of angst and, and pain to this that might not have otherwise been there if jewel price was at $20, like you said, or even at $10 or $7, something like that. Um, you know, while this feels, um, I guess, rough and uh, uh, there's a, a little opaque, I don't feel like, I don't know, um, I, to me it doesn't feel quite like there's evidence enough for Frisky to really be offering to remove himself from the game. I think that's just a, it's felt a little strange to me. Um, that's almost felt worse than finding out what happened. Um, it feels like the punishment is is a little worse than, than the crime itself, um, which certainly makes you feel a little skeptical about what else could be going on behind the scenes. Um, but I, I think that there is a little too much, um, you know, while this is a... Uh, while this is built on the blockchain, which is based around transparency, I don't feel like any anything here kind of crossed the line that would, you know, call for a removal of someone, especially with the, um, you know, the amount of success and effort that has gone into the game on his behalf and the amount of trust that the entire DeFi Kingdoms team has established and built up. And you know, I think if they were trying to to rug us or dupe us, I think they could have done that in thousands of different ways, um, at at different parts in the in the timeline of this. And I, I you know, I guess I would say I still full heartedly believe in you know uh, this this game in the long run. And I think this is just going to be a blip on the radar as we look back. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, right now. Uh the leadership vote count 94% of people say no change uh, should happen at this point. So I think the community overwhelming, overwhelmingly agrees with you there. Uh, I do like that they're taking quick action of basically making sure um, the voices are heard across the DFK community and the, mm -hmm. the leadership teams responding. I saw in chat here that Someone mentioned the the leadership teams doing a roundtable AMA tomorrow at eleven mm -hmm. uh, Eastern time, and I think that's a very good reaction from the team. But I mean, as far as what to do here, it's I mean, it, it's helping, it's shining light on the fact that this is very much a crypto project, and there's going to be volatility, there's risk associated with it. Whenever you put, um, you know any kind of stake in one specific spot there's there's risk associated with that so um we just be careful be safe out there and look at look at what each of you are doing personally and it's you got to make a decision for yourselves yeah i i couldn't agree with that more um you know having gone through a couple of the 
the upswings. Um, you know, the first time it hit 10 and then when it hit 20, I remember, you know, feeling so bulletproof and invincible about the game of, you know, oh gosh, this was just a, a, a genius decision to invest in this. Um, and I remember, you know, there were some tweets going around comparing what the, the current price of Jewel was compared to the, uh, you know, the, the total liquidated values. Um, and then comparing that forecasting of like, if it reached the supply of Axie, what would the price of Jewel be? It was like $100 a Jewel. And I remember, you know, kind of feeling um, just taking all my profits at that point in time and doubling down, doubling down, just putting everything, pouring everything back in the game. Um, and when it sunk, then that next time, I, I think it went down to six or seven on that, that dip there. Uh, that hurt. That was painful. Um, and, you know, that, that was a, I would say, a, an experience that built up a little bit of scar tissue for me. And I, as we started to swing up again, um, and as many of our, our listeners know, um, kind of from, from Nindorf and my journey, um, you know, we ended up selling off a, a good portion of our profits um, in the game. And, you know, I, I would say, uh, don't try to time the market. I think while I, I may have, I'm trying to look back at this and realize that I may have gotten a little lucky um, with how I performed and that I, I sold everything off. And so don't take this as financial advice. And also don't try to time the market either. Uh, I think this the the right thing to do is make sure you're taking profits out that allow you to achieve your your goals um in whatever investment that that you're working on in life um and i think that you know when when you're able to do that you can kind of uh decouple yourself from some of that risk and you know like you said it's it's the crypto space it's very volatile things go up and things definitely go back down well said yeah, you're looking like a genius right now for that ten dollar <laughs> withdrawal. Like, like I said, I think I got a, a you know, a, a little lucky there. Um, well, um, so where's your kind of your head at right now, guy kid? Are are you thinking about, you know, I I'm gonna lay low for a few days, staying clear. Um, what, yeah. What are your thoughts right now? My kind of ori original thought was, hey, this see everything I'm seeing it feels like it's going to be short term, short lived, but perception can sometimes be more power powerful than reality. The entire community think that thinks this is a big issue, even if I don't think it's a big issue, then it's a big issue. Um, so that's kind of where I'm hesitant of, I'm very curious to see how this round table goes tomorrow. I don't think I'm going to do anything personally before the round table. But I've definitely benefit on some, benefited on some of the perks of Jewel being lower. Um, pretty much all my heroes I have rented for, like, listed on the rental market for some type of price. And in the last 24 hours, I've had two rentals that are over 60 Jewel apiece. Nice. I've got a rare, rare summoner that uh, rented for 115 Jewel. That's so, excellent. Yeah, so, and I actually looked up the person. They ended up getting an Uncommon Sage out of it, so it looks like it worked out for them, too. Hey, yeah, yeah, no doubt. I win, think win. Um, along that note, that's something that I've, I've been thinking about is, you know, I have a, a ninja that's 5 of 5 in a rare, and I, I've been thinking about personally uh, finding finding a pair for him, whether I, I buy a summoner or, or, or rent one. Um, because it, it feels like the, the cost of summoning in terms of real-world dollars is is so low right now um yep. you know it's it hasn't yeah. been this low since gosh it's got to be 
August, September time frame, maybe. So it's it's, it's been a long time. I got in the game, I know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I jumped in I, in December. I think Duel was at like, it hit 20 at that point, but it was usually hovering around 10, 15 bucks. But yeah, yeah summoning seems cheap. Like a lot of the, and, and it's interesting because a lot of the game mechanics when Jewel's at one, two dollars is drastically different. I'm very curious to see how the tavern reacts. Mm -hmm. Been staring at that Gen Zero market, and I'm like, all right, Gen Zeros are now valued under ten thousand bucks. Like that's interesting. So, I know. Is uh, is the price of Jewel going to recover? Where Gen Zero, you could really see some returns there. Um, but I think summoning is going to become more profitable again with Jewel being so so cheap that uh people aren't going to worry about uh maximizing the the price of everything we'll see uh potentially some more more opportunities there in the market on the hero side yeah i uh, right now i'm looking at um the gen zero market and at the floor there is a a warrior pirate here for 4500 jewel um so that's um an astonishingly low price it hasn't been this low since you know, before quests were out, before wishing well, um, and so I've I've actually been staring at the the Gen Zero market as well. I've not pulled a trigger on one. Um, I think for the most part, I am. I and I think as uh, most people know, so Nindorf and I had a, a pair of Gen Zeros uh, with someone else, and and we got off of those. Um, I would say I'm a little bearish on, on Gen Zeros right now, just because when the price of Jewel does go up, uh, the cost of summoning is so expensive, and it feels like, and also, you know, the supply of heroes is so high that without, you know, a, a built-in hero burning mechanism that's, you know, stays long-term, there was the Perilous Journey, but that came and went, um, I, I feel like, you know, when your you're Gen 1 uh, 10 out of 10 summon market um, your commons uh, cost more than 60 jewel that you know you're you're in a situation where you know you're always going to lose uh, or your worst case scenario is losing when you're summoning and i think that's just a, a bit of a rough place to be and you know I, with with that said i think the the price of gen zeros is is so appealing right now and I really do believe that the the dev team they like gen zeros and they are going to put you know, new features into the game in the future that allow you to benefit from Gen Zero, similar to on the Perilous Journey, how, you know, they provided a uh, a safety net boost to the survival rating of your other heroes. I can see them adding boosts in other ways, whether it's in combat or in tournaments or in yields when land becomes fully functional or something like that. I um, think land's going to be the big one for Gen Zeros. I agree with you there. Yeah. Um, speaking of which... Something else that I was poking around at is the price of land today. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, so... I didn't even think of that. Land right now, uh, there was one plot of land that was going for 30,000 jewel. Um, and, I mean, just, you know, to put that in perspective, I mean, you're looking at, what, like 35 grand total there um, for that. Now, the, right now, the, the cheapest, the floor is 33,000 jewel. Um, to put this in perspective, when land first minted, I think the the lowest dollar value one I want to say was going for something like two hundred, two hundred and fifty thousand um, well, dollars. I think it was still. I think it was thirty five thousand jewel when jewel was at eight bucks. <laughs> yeah. So I I mean just an insane drop in, um, 
in value um, or increase in value, I guess, however you want to look at this, but um, a drop in price on on buying land. And I that's one that I, I personally do not have a, a stack big enough um, in the coffers at home to move on land. Um, you know, I, I joked with Nindorf that we should have taken a, a real life loan out. Uh, when land was so expensive at, you know, at $8 a jewel to get, a, a, you know, you know, real life mortgage for virtual land. I'm so glad I did not do that. Seriously. Um, so something else out there, if you're bullish on the game long term, something to think about. Um, and that's interesting, yeah. too, because like at that price point, like that was the price point of Gen Zeros two months ago. Mm hmm. Like roughly when I was looking at the Gen Zero market, I was planning on spending, you know, twenty five K plus on on a Gen Zero if I was gonna make the jump. Right. And I wasn't ready to do that and I'm glad I didn't. Um, <laughs> but that's almost the cost of land at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, if you have a, a trusted friend out there or a group party, I I think you could see some really ultimately I could see some guilds being created on, on the back of this dip um, because they've, they've made it pretty clear that guilds are going to be central to the element of land. Um, and that to have some kind of in-game guild hall, you're going to have to have land uh, that allows you to, to support that. So that's something else that I've been thinking about watching um, we do not have a, a DFK alerts on, on land. I asked Nindor for that today while we were drinking beer. Uh, <laughs> he said that maybe we could do that. Um, but that there's, there's probably not a, a big request for it. So he shut me down. Fine. Um, the other thing that I've been looking at is looking at lock jewel. Um, and you know, I know this is a, a bit taboo, but I've been looking at the, the, the lock jewel market, and I think if if someone is going to go down this route, and again, this is all not financial advice, but um, you really have to put in your mind's eye, where do you think the price of jewel is going to land once the game stabilizes in the future? And I think for a very long time, well, for a while I, I was saying $5, uh, and then with the, the over the last month I've been saying, I think the game is going to land somewhere between... Um, two and three dollars and i still feel that way right now even even in our current state um and so as i'm looking at these jewel bags kind of my rule of thumb is how do i make sure that you know if i'm going to go out and and buy some lock jewel that i'm you know kind of protecting myself or hedging myself against that risk and so you know i'm looking at some of these and um you know, I'm not going to spend thirty-one thousand um, dollars, but fifty-nine cents for that bag of thirty-one thousand dollars that I have up on screen right now uh, for fifty-two thousand lock jewel. Um, you know, what are the odds that the game stays above fifty-nine cents? I'm pretty confident that you know, in the long term, it's going to. And so, you know, then that that's probably a, a play that's that's worthwhile. Now, I, I feel like when you compare and contrast to the land, I feel like the land is going to be more um, high, high risk, high reward. I feel like this is a little more low, low risk, low reward. That if the game is going to stabilize at, at $2, you know, you're looking at maybe 4xing your investment at most here, which is still pretty darn good. Uh, but if you look at something like land, I could see that potentially going back up to its future value and you know that 
that might be like 10xing your investment. So uh, what are your thoughts on on LockJewel? Have you been perusing this market at all or do you stay away from this? I stay away from it. Um, and it's just crazy. There's definitely people holding LockJewel balances that are still at four five dollars in, in jewel uh, they <laughs> yeah. previously bought three four months ago and it's just I'm, I'm coming back to there's just so so much uncertainty of at a total market cap i mean even though jewel price is at 134 the total market cap still 500 million yeah so it's like there's still theoretically you know 400 million that could leave the ecosystem it's still a hundred million dollar project but that puts the value of jewel price at 30 cents yeah. Um, so it's just a matter of, hey, do we do we get to like a, a full game state? Like, I'm also kind of curious. So like at these lower like two dollar and under prices, like how does dev compensation work? Do we have any issues with devs now be potentially being undercompensated, underpaid? I don't know anything about kind of how much they're compensated for the work. I know it's shared a little bit in the uh, the bounty wallets and things of that nature. But I'm curious at these these low price points if there's any other ripple effects in the game. Hmm. But when I looked at LockJewel, it's yeah, you're you're betting on the uh, the success of the project. If there is a if the project is successful at the end of the day, yeah, I think you'll see positive returns on those LockJewels. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, well, I'm jumping on to to YouTube here to see if we have any um, good questions we should address. Uh, we have Blackwing saying. Should I spec my Dark Knight for vitality, strength, and agility instead of intelligence? Um, do you want to let's let's go ahead and get get to this light question. Get off the heavy stuff here for a moment. Um, <laughs> yeah, what do you, do, are you are you are you a Dark Knight user? I've got a couple. I've got a Dark Knight that's got a bunch of strength. I do like Dark Knights with strength. I do like Dark Knights with intelligence as well so that's kind of anti his his point there i'm just pulling up the stats that's uh, i mean strength the strength roll for a dark knight is 85 so it's like i think strength is the no-brainer yes um should you spec them for vite instead fight strength agi instead of int so i guess it's really agi versus intelligence is the debate of vitality and strength seem like the two obvious yeses so agility is only a 35 for a dark knight. That's yeah. actually really surprising to see. Yeah, I um, I would stick with me personally. I'm going to stick with all the high rolls. Um I I feel like this is a game that's really built around min-maxing. Um shout out to uh Adventures in DeFi Kingdoms. Navigate over to um the combat corner page if you want to look at how your heroes are uh, you know, stacking up compared to, you know, with all the different statistics. When I look up um, intelligence, I just have it brought up from the DeFi Kingdoms docs. It says intelligence adds a multiplier to various actions, especially skills and magic and modifies magic evasion. And so also plays a, a role in MP that's gained during level up. Because their wisdom isn't that high, I don't feel like... Um, the, the Dark Knight's going to be using spells, but I, I do think the intelligence is going to be related to their skill usage. Um, and so, you know, it might be something like, uh, you know, a, a, the way that they're they're using their sword um, in a way that you can yeah. use like a, yeah, I think a, like a sundering the... blow or, you know, something like you can 
cut someone's hamstring or something. I don't know. I think it's going to add um, to their skills. And given that they have a very high strength, I actually think that those two will, will pair well together. I think they will too. And so I played a decent amount of World of Warcraft in my days. And it, this remind this the card stats remind me a lot of Death Knights and, and, and WoW and how Death Knights work is you could basically put curses on your sword hmm. and you could basically layer in like curse touches that you could would be a bunch of like damage over time dots that you could put on almost like bleeding effects on your on your enemy. And so I think that intelligence aspect will will filter into something like that. Like All right. Strategy. I'm just trying to figure out if we're even answering Blackwing's question or not. Uh, yeah. Well, he said he already he already pot committed to to agility. Well, go for it, man. <laughs> what do uh, what do we know? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think. Work. I mean, just kind of taking that to like a generic question of. So I think you had mentioned it. Do you always pair your your hundred percent, fifty percent guys roles with the top stats on a card, or are you trying to do any mismatches like what we're talking about here, where a Dark Knight only has thirty five percent percent chance of agility, mm-hmm. but if you le- try to level up agility every single time, and it can actually become a top stat on your hero's card. Yeah, I have not done that yet. And I think the the heroes that I would look at that for would be maybe like a a dragoon or a monk because they're a bit more generalist. And so, uh, you know, with the, with those heroes, I'm thinking you're you're not trying to play the min max game. Instead, you're trying to play the average number of stat points game. And so, you might actually benefit from you know making your guaranteed bonus um, statistical level up going towards something that's a little weaker to you know boost the chance of your total average stats that's that's what i've envisioned but um i've been on the fence of buying a dragoon for forever um and especially over the last four weeks and i recently just bought a a fast ninja so um i have not pulled a a trigger on a dragoon yet Uh, but that's something that you know maybe we could transition to next is just looking at the the hero market and trying to look for some some deals out there take a peek so are there any heroes that you've been thinking about buying besides a, a gen zero out there so i've been looking at the market a good amount over basically since perilous journey mm-hmm. and i've got three pairs of gen ones so six gen ones pretty much teed up ready to go summoning so my whole debate is I don't know. I don't know if I need any more heroes. Like, uh, I'm happy sure. with what I have. Uh, I'm sitting at a stable of, of 27 heroes right now, and nice. then I've got I've got three Gen One pairs that will produce another 12 heroes for me as well. So, so, are you sitting on 10 out of 10 summons with them, or have you been solely summoning with them? I'm plan. I've been waiting for uh, the hero market to pick back up before i started summoning so my whole idea was i was going to get them to level five before i started summoning to get those extra stat boosts as well mm-hmm. so i've got my first monk pirate pair um they're now at seven and ten so i've started that and i've actually already hit a rare ninja on that so that pair that pair has paid for itself nice but my uh, my other two pairs are still ten and ten and i've been waiting for an uptick on the market basically been doing like a summon a week for now 
Nice. Yeah, I I've been not I have not summoned in the last uh well, since the the incentive ended uh before the perilous journey. Um the the incentive for Crystalville for getting uh raffle tickets for Gen Zero Crystalville Heroes and for uh the the Crystalville rewards. Um, I actually haven't summoned since then. Uh no, that's a lie. I take that back. Um we had a few, I had a few Gen Zero, uh, maybe one or two Gen Zero pairs. Um, one right before the Perilous Journey and one after. So I've summoned, you know, maybe three times um, since then. But uh, for, the, for the most part, for me, that's uh, darn near nothing <laughs> compared to what I have done before. Um, as I've been looking at the, the hero market, you know, I think it's, you know, Again, not financial advice, but with the price of jewels so low, I mean, it is a bit of a, a buyer's market out there. If you're not sitting on a stack of jewel, I, I think that the jewel price will be high, but the U.S. dollar cost is going to be low. And so at this point in time, you know, I'm targeting maybe some of those heroes that were otherwise out of financial reach. Um, so I've been actually looking at, um, you know, a, a legendary Dragoon. Um, as a hero that you know I'm, I'm thinking about getting next and you know before a legendary dragoon they've held their um jewel price about even right around a thousand i guess the floor right now is 1200 um you know a few days ago that was you know three four five thousand dollars now it's about twelve hundred thirteen hundred dollars so um that's a that's a big difference and makes that a lot more potentially uh, obtainable yeah, looks like floors twelve hundred right now, and then a, a, a legendary sage is the floor that's actually gardener for nine fifty. Ooh, so with that's blue wisdom as well. That's a pretty good deal. I'm gonna go pull that up at the moment. Yeah, nine fifty. Yeah, no advanced abilities though. Yeah. Yeah, it's and so. Actually, I... uh, go ahead. You go first. I think the the next one, the ten eighty one, is has an advanced ability. I've been looking at him for a while yeah so seahawk was mentioning since we're kind of chatting about advanced abilities here do you think the advanced abilities like the basic one through eight will be the same for all heroes and and taking it to the sense of crystal Vale heroes versus serendale heroes or do you think with crystal Vale there's going to be new abilities which would then affect mutation chances hmm um, I do not think that there's going to be more abilities because when you look at the data on the blockchain, they actually have, um, and I, I wish Nindorf could talk to this cause I, um, I kind of take his cheat codes and then I build the BI reports off of it. But nice. if you look at the, um, if you look at the way that they have heroes, um, the classes numbered, um, so it's like. The first class is uh, zero, and the second class is two, and the third class is four. And they have it alternated, and I think it goes all the way up to, I'm going to get it wrong because I can't do math on the fly, but I think it goes all the way up to like 24 is a transcendent class. And essentially there's an, enough for you know, both sides of the DFK chain. And so there's uh, Serendale, which has, you know, 50% of all the genes. 
and then there will be all the expansions that contain the other 50% of the genes. Um, and as far as I know, the the abilities are just listed one through eight uh, for the basics and then for uh, the advanced as well. And so they didn't use the same kind of uh, staggered numbering system that I would say leads me to believe that, you know, they're going to say stay set with the same um, abilities for, for those uh, basic abilities and the advanced abilities. With that said, I think they are going to change the skill tree um, to match the, the new classes when those do come out. Yeah, so skill trees will be different, but yeah. uh, those abilities from the card perspective will be the same based I'm, on... I, that's no that's what I'm guessing. Which makes sense. Yeah, that's a great question. All right. What are your thoughts on summoning with Gen 2s? That's like a, a big no-no for me, unless it's an advanced class. Yeah, I um, I have not. I you know what I my my strategy before I you know hit pause on everything um, was actually trying to go after pure Gen ones uh, that have that that dominant and that recessive uh, being the same ten out of ten summons. I'd summon five times and then I'd dump the heroes after that, and so. Yeah. Um, I would yeah, say I, I've definitely got a similar strategy too, and but so it looks like Seahawks looking at a minor Gen two. So you can make a case for minors since the floor for minors. Although after this exploit, <laughs> the uh, yeah. the exploit fix the floor of minors is almost the same as the floor of regulars. Or yeah, like make sure different. yeah make sure you do the math and see if it's worthwhile. Um, yeah, I'm I'm sitting on. Well, I'll just bring up my heroes right now. When I look at my with my miners, and I have not been summoning, I've just been buying. Um, and I bought a, I did add a couple miners here recently. All right, so heroes attributes. Yeah, I have a archer that's a Gen two, and I'm down to two out of eight, and he's a purple strength too. Um, and so, like, I had a thief to pair with him, um, and you know, you're you're getting a chance at a, a purple strength uh, dark knight, but I I wouldn't do it. <laughs> so, um, you know, maybe if you're still at your you know nine out of nine summons, or you know seven out of nine or something like that where you know your your cost of jewel is not so high but I, I mean i just recommend everyone look at what your your cost to summon is compared to your cost to buy and if you can buy cheaper i almost always do that yeah because basically if you get two gen twos that are nine out of nine um your summoning cost is going to be 52 jewel and the floor for miners right now is 42 yeah yep Great question. All right. Well, uh, Maddie asked, did ask or uh, state, you know, couldn't they just do basic nine and 10 that leads to advanced five? Yeah, I, th I think they could. Um, that's certainly a possibility. So, um, you know, I, I think, you know, I'm just guessing at the fact that they didn't stagger this um but they staggered everything else that they would use the same kind of architecture for for structuring the genes 
uh, but um, we don't know so that's that's a possibility all right well um, we're kind of tailing off here now anything else that that you're looking at or um, you want to ask our, our YouTube community out there Like nothing, nothing really. It's uh, uh, it's been an interesting day. High emotions day. Yeah. Uh, DFK wasn't built in a day. I don't think it'll, <laughs> I don't think it'll crumble in a day either. But uh, we'll see. So, you know, stay safe, stay responsible out there. Wish everyone best of luck. Try to try to stay sane as much as possible. Uh, if you got time tomorrow, turn tune into the. Uh, the dev team's AMA tomorrow. I'm very curious to see how that pans out. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you know, echo those thoughts, um, you know, make sure with, with all the investing that you do out there, hopefully this is just a reminder, um, and not a, a rough experience for you. Um, but if you are, if it, or it has been a rough experience, you know, um, you know, lean on our community members out there. I mean, you know, we're all kind of going through this, um, at this time. So, so hang in there and, you know, try to, you know, what I find is, and I'm, as I'm trying to make decisions about, uh, well, it hasn't been me, but Nindorf, as I'm trying to help him make decisions, you know, use a buddy, ask them for advice, write out your different alternatives, uh, make a decision matrix for yourself or a flow chart of if this happens and I'm going to do Y, X, Y, or Z. Um, not that you always have to, you know, make all of your decisions in life by flowchart, but I find that writing things out um, certainly makes me, you know, take the time to stop, think about it first and try to help me avoid any, any rash decisions. So um, stay safe out there. Good luck and uh, take care and thanks for tuning in. All right. Well, for Guy Kid and uh, Nine Dorf who couldn't join us, I'm Raf and we really appreciate you uh, joining us today. Take care.